Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is August 13th, 2021. We have 27 days to kick off one day until preseason smackdown of the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, we've got a good show for you today. We're going to talk about the preview coming up with the preseason game, things to look out for, things we're going to look out for. Uh, we got some news. Got, of course, uh, I don't know. This, this is a hard one. I'm... We're kind of a little shook up, you know. We've we'll, we'll just get right into that real quick. Uh, if you're not aware, uh, Mark Cook, one of the lead guys, used to be at the Pewter Report for a long, long time, who just left the Pewter Report a couple weeks ago, has died. He was a great Buccaneers fan. He was a stalwart in the industry. Uh, he was somebody that we all looked up to, looked towards when he – Spoke about the Buccaneers because not only was he a, a good uh, media guy, but he was a good fan. He was a good Buccaneers fan. And we're really, really sad to hear about his passing. It's been all over social media. You know, everybody's just really surprised. It, there was no warning. There was no illness involved that I know of. We're not exactly sure what happened. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do any speculation. I'm sure things will come out in the wash, but... Uh, his girlfriend, Daisy, had posted that he had passed. He had just bought a – what kind of car was it, a Dodge? It was a Challenger. Dodge Challenger. Pretty yeah. sweet looking. He was very excited about that. So this was a sh- shock and a surprise to everybody. Well, and we had kind of meant to talk about this before, but he left Peter Report on July 21st. I went back through his Twitter feed to see – uh, when he had tweeted that, and it wasn't really clear like why he Mm-mm. left. And I know that they've gotten a bunch of new people, particularly lately. And I don't know if the company was kind of going in a different direction, but um, yeah, there were there were some people that were a little miffed on social media about the way he was, I guess, unceremoniously released. I, I don't know if it was mutual. I don't think it was. But they were. They said that Pewter Report hired a bunch of out of town guys, company guys. I don't know what that means. I I don't know. I haven't followed it. Mm-mm. You know, I just you know it's a tough one. This is almost you know this is this is probably worse than when the whole Justin Powellinski stuff ha- happened. Mm-hmm. You know that was a real tough one for us. It's just hard when you've got you know. I mean, we're all in this for the Buccaneers and the fans in the in the organization and it's just you know you feel like a family even if you disagree with people even if you like to argue which we all do we love to argue about what player is better than what this other player and i think you know it's that's half the fun with it and and we had our arguments with mark cook and everything but you know our disagreements but you know you never want i don't know it's just sad it's you never want this stuff to happen and you know our thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family and it's always hard, especially when, you know, they're young and it's yeah. unexpected, yeah. you know, and this just kind of seemed to come out of the blue. You know, I we had three close family members die last year, me and Molly did. 
uh, two from my side of the family, one from hers, and they had both been large parts of our lives, you know, for our whole lives. And, you know, it, it last year was a tough year for everybody just with everything going going on. And it seems like this year has not gotten any better. I've had a lot of people die that are close. Uh, you know, I had a friend of mine just a couple of weeks ago commit suicide. And, you know, I, I've got a lot of people you know, that, you know, they have people around them dying too. It just seems like it's in the air. And it doesn't feel good. Don't like it. We need to stop. Hmm. Everybody just stop. Everybody live forever, okay? Yeah. <laughs> just get it together, from, guys. From, from here on out. <laughs> Take your vitamins. Get some vitamin dying. D. Yeah. Diet, exercise, drink water. We'll live forever. Yeah, definitely drink water. Mm-hmm. Took me a long time to figure that one out. Mm-hmm. But when I did, it changed my life. It's very yeah. strange. So we were really upset to hear about Mark. It was very sad. He was one of the few media members um, to me that like interacted with people on Twitter, just like normal oh, Joe yeah. Schmoes. Yeah. And I feel like with our Twitter account, like a lot of the media people don't really want to interact with you because, you know, they feel like you're just trying to do it for clout or attention or whatever. And he mm-hmm. was never like that. So I always appreciated that. And I didn't listen to Peter Report often, but he was the most enjoyable, I thought. I liked his humor the best. He was a little bit dry, um, like a good old Southern boy. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it was it was sad to see that. I, I was, in fact, telling Ralph this morning because his girlfriend had tweeted and said, please, Mark needs your prayers. And it was, you know, this morning before noon or... And then... Um, about four o'clock, Ralph went out and I was on Twitter and she had posted that he had passed. Yeah. Or I think I saw it on Peter Report. And so I sent it to Ralph. It was just kind of, you know, we had just been talking about it. I was like, oh, there's something wrong with Mark Cook, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, his girlfriend's asking for prayers. I hope he's okay. And then, you know, a few hours later, he was not. So. Yeah. yeah, he was 50 years old. and Younger than Ralph. You have to bring that up. Yeah. Well, it just, I don't know, it just freaks me out when people, very young people. Yeah. Yeah, See Buccaneers. Did you save that one? But, <laughs> <laughs> Would you like that? We, <laughs> Buccaneers Nation lost a good one today, guys. So, you know, give, give it a moment of silence. But let's not be despondent for the rest of the podcast. Kind of, I don't know. I'm kind of depressed. I know. Well, you came to me, you were, you were crying. I mean, you had tears in your eyes when you told me about it. I'm not a crier. You are a crier about everything, but no, you you're very good at holding it in. Actually, yeah. long story about that, but anyhow, uh, besides that, we have a good show for you guys. Uh, but let, let's get right down to it. We're going to start it off with the infamous fact checks and follow ups. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We need an intro. We've been saying that for what five years I now. Know. We need some type of catchy tune for that. All right. Let's start it off. Now, most of them are follow-ups. I think there's only one fact check on there. Okay. So, again, we're doing pretty good with these okay. fact checks. Not messing up too much. Follow-up. Okay, both the Tampa Bay Times and Greg Allman of the Athletic wrote books. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, they, they wrote books on the Buccaneers' 2020 season and their Super Bowl win. The Tampa Bay Times, the author is listed as Tampa Bay Times. 
which is very strange. I don't know why. There, there might be inside. It might say contributors uh, yeah. or something. But it was a group project. It was a, yeah, it was a team effort. <laughs> well, it should be because it's a $40 book. Yeah, no kidding. I was like, I wonder what? if it's just a compilation of all their reporting from the year. I don't think they do that. <laughs> Yeah, that would be messed up. Wouldn't you be pissed? You're like, I could print this off the internet. Why pay $40? Well, it would make them look really bad, too, I think, because of all the crap they pulled all year. Uh, Yeah, the Tampa Bay Times book cost $40. Greg Allman's book cost $15. Now, the Times sold at least, that I know of, 272 copies. So that's that's 11 grand right there. You know, so that goes back to what I was saying. You know, these guys profited off of the Buccaneers doing well and even going against the media trying to bash them. So there's that. Follow-up. Who drafted O.J. Howard? Was it Lovey or Cutter? It was Cutter. 2017 uh, draft. Okay, but in my defense, uh, Cutter was the offensive coordinator. So technically... <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to get real technical, Underway. we could just say light because he he was a general manager for yeah, both of them. It, yeah. Although he didn't have much to do with personnel when mm-hmm. Lovey was here, mm-hmm. uh, that was in Lovey's contract that he have full control or final say. I think it was final say or full control. I can't remember. But Lovey Smith controlled personnel. I don't know what Light did. I guess he just made the phone calls and got contracts written mm-hmm. up. But OJ Howard went nineteenth in the first round. Yeah. Wow, we picked 19th. Pretty high up there. I know. Wow. That's like middle of the pack. <laughs> I know. What? Uh, Follow-up. Who was the second stringer behind Carlton Davis last year? Now, I had said, I was just guessing. I was like, oh, SMB maybe? No. And you're going to be upset when you hear this. Jamel Dean. Nope. Keep going. I'll, I'll give you a hint. His number is 29. It was 29. Ryan Smith. Yes. Oh. He never played. He never, <laughs> he never played a quarter. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, as soon as I saw it that, I was so like, oh, weird. man. You know, he got shipped off. I think he's with the Texans now. Mm. And uh, we just completely forgot about him. Like our special team stud, mm. who, the only one to do anything last year, the bar was pretty Past low, though. Years. So let's just say and, that. And he's great. I mean, great, spectacular at yeah. special teams. And we just, yeah, I mean, he's gone, and we just forgot about him. Well, as for a Super Bowl team to only lose a special teams player, you know, a backup corner, that's yeah. incredible. I mean, if that's the sacrifice we had to make, I'll, I'll go with it. How, how do you like my Joe Jarevich's shirt, jersey? Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. It's old school, man. I saw that 83. I thought it was Vincent Jackson. Vincent Jackson, though. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I have a Vincent Jackson jersey. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, follow up. I didn't answer this one. Who is the next team to be forced to change their name? I didn't get an answer to that one. Oh. <laughs> I, I forgot. <laughs> well, how, you're not a, for, a future fortune teller. Well, I was going on what we had said last year, oh. which team. I was going to go back and listen to it. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, fact check. I was wrong. There is no rule for the Redskins fans not being allowed to wear their gear. Their okay, jerseys the, and the stuff. The old, the old stuff. Officially licensed. Right. Gear. the The rule is that no Native American headdresses or uh, face paint. Okay. And but we'll, we'll see how the old. Uh, I, I don't know if they'll be able to stop people from wearing 
old jerseys and stuff, but we'll see. We'll yeah. see. But I think probably after a few years, they can't. I don't think they can do it right now. They'll piss everybody off. Yeah. People are already mad enough about the name change. Yes. The fan base. Yes. Uh, did a lot of people wear headdresses and stuff? Yeah. Well, the, the, the I've got a, a, quite a few pictures of this guy. His name was uh, uh, Chief Z. He, he walked around the stadium in full Native American gear with a big headdress, and he was like the super fan. You know, we've yeah, got... Yeah, like the Jets guy who wears mm-hmm, exactly. the hard yeah. hat and the... Okay. Yeah, and we've got... Big nasty. Big nasty. So, you know, there's always one of the super fans, mm-hmm. and this guy wore... I've got pictures of me with him in the stadium. <laughs> cool. And uh, he he passed away in 2016. Oh. Uh, yeah, real sad. Rolling in his grave right now. Yeah. Oh, my, yes. Because he, he was a huge – he might have been Native American. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, in looking up the Redskins stuff, I found this very interesting. FedEx Field now does not accept cash. It's totally cashless. If you go there, you have to use a card or your phone. I've heard of a few stadiums doing that, I think. Really? Yeah. I do not like that. Do not like that. I'm sorry. I'm, call me old school, whatever you want to do. But, you know, when when you're doing everything digital or, you know, you do everything with a card or your phone, it's really easy for them to cancel your accounts. And then all of a sudden your money's gone. You can't buy anything. You got cash. It's hard to, hard to take but that away. But is it just a matter of, like, you buy, you can use cash and put them on, like, credits on a card or something? Like, I think they have these little ATM. I think they just don't want you giving them cash. But I think that they have these little, like, ATM things that you put cash in, and it gives you a card. Kind of like oh, okay. at arcades and stuff. Okay, yeah. Well, that's fine. Then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody talks about a cashless society and digital <laughs> currency and everything. I'm like, no, 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 no. Not a big fan of it. Sorry. It, well, it's just, you know, all power will be abused, and you give banks and corporations the power to control your money. Yeah, you you say the wrong thing, and next thing you know, all of your accounts are locked. You know, you're like, whoa, or you know, you talk bad about somebody's mom or something. Next thing you know, <laughs> you can't use your credit card. Yeah, uh, no, not a fan uh, of it. Well, I don't keep cash anyway because I spend it. So this is true. Yeah. Yes. I'm already cashless. <laughs> okay. Uh, a follow-up. Gerald McCoy, I just wanted to touch on base on this and give a, a bigger rundown on it. Gerald McCoy's Raiders contract, it's one year, $1.25 million. So I, I said it was a million dollars, but it's $1.25 million. He, he got $150,000 signing bonus and 750000 in incentive. So his base pay is about $1, one million. Uh, now, his Cowboys 2020 contract, he got a $3 million signing bonus. Mm-hmm. That just goes to show how how far he, he's fallen, you know, just because of his injuries. Now, he, he got a $1 million in 2020, and he got $2 million this year in signing bonus from the Cowboys. Uh, so they've got $2 million dead cap space from him. Oh, no. Yeah, this year. Uh, <laughs> that sucks. His total earnings, let's see, he came in the league in 2009? Uh, uh, I think it was nine. Yeah. Anyhow, all the way up through 2020, his total earnings have been 121 million dollars. That's just outrageous. Yes. Yes. That's 11 million dollars per year. Now I'm going to tell you this, and this is going to surprise you. Tom Brady's total earnings have been 264 million dollars through 2020 last year. 12.6 million dollars a year. 
That's crazy. Square that circle. $12.6 million a year average for the GOAT. You know, it's like, what? I know. The guy's a, it's nuts, yeah. Um, um, Jerry McCoy was drafted in 2010. So Okay, you were right. right. You were yeah. right. Okay. What? That was a, huh? My headphones aren't working. I was sneezing. Had no. something in my eye. Throat, throat. <laughs> and like I said, that, that was the last year of the big contracts for rookies. Okay, mm-hmm. follow up. With the preseason game Saturday against the Ravens, the Saints have, the Saints. <laughs> what in the world that <laughs> it's getting late for us it is the saints have still not announced a starting quarterback uh yeah. cheating Peyton said he wants to see both quarterbacks take starting snaps in all three preseason games oh excellent they Sa- have a quarterback yeah it sounds like they still cannot I decide love this. and we won't know until right before the season starts probably a few days before the first game. Here's the thing, though. Like, these, when you're having a quarterback competition, you can't get all these snaps with the mm-hmm. starters. Yeah. And so if they're splitting snaps, you're not building rapport. Mm-mm. And, you know, um, Hill, what's his first name? Taysom. Taysom. Taysom Hill. He didn't get first team reps last year because Drew Brees was there. So mm-hmm. he's never, mm-hmm. I don't know how much rapport he's ever been able to build yeah. with these people. Yeah. These Maybe people. that's why he runs all the time. I know. <laughs> can't I get know. rapport with the Caesar, yeah. receivers. Receivers. Oof. I'm having a hard time. Like after, yeah. <laughs> uh, Winston, Jameis Winston in his press conference called Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murphy, this is quote, one of the best back condoms, uh, t- <laughs> tandems in the league. Yeah, I'm pulling that sound bite, and we're going to play it all the time because it's funny. As, oh he just gosh. flat out says condoms. <laughs> <laughs> they are the one of the best back condoms in the league. He oh, did catch himself, though. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. Between awful. that and the dummies, the tackling dummies, he's. They're getting a full taste of Jameis yes. down in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is the last one. Follow up. Uh, We had talked about uh, Carl Nassib coming out as you know being gay, and that we said you know this has happened before. Well, I want to I want to get more precise with that. It has happened before, and and, you know I grew up watching Billie Jean King, uh, Arthur Ashe. You know, I mean this. I don't know. It just seems like the whole gay thing is so 80s, you know. (laughs) But, uh, you know, Michael Sam, (laughs) Michael Sam was the first openly gay NFL player. Now, in 2014, he was drafted. He he came out as gay before the draft. Uh, He was drafted by the Rams, but was released before the start of the regular season. So since he did not officially play in in an NFL game. Oh, and you know what? I think that that's what they – were saying well, because uh, they were very specific with the wording with Carl. Like what, I what feel like they said he was the first openly gay active NFL player. Like I think that they threw the active in there. They did because check this out. This is hilarious. Okay. This is what okay. I want to get to. Okay. It's like stats. You know how they have a stat for everything. Mm-hmm. You get 
you know, a guy gets tackled and they go, that's the first time a guy wearing the number 23 has run for 7.4 <laughs> yards in the month of September at 43 degrees. Isn't that Since amazing? Since 2014. Since, <laughs> that's the one that always, always kills me. They make it sound like it's something special. Years. Yeah, yeah, they just arbitrarily pick a starting year. And yes. Okay. So there's gay stats. There are gay stats. And we're going to go through them. Okay, so Michael Sam was the first openly gay NFL player, but unfortunately he didn't take an NFL snap. Mm -hmm. So Carl Nassib gets the crown as the first openly gay active NFL player. Mm -hmm. Now, (laughs) there's only been one player who's publicly come out as gay or bisexual, and that's Carl Nassib, while they were active and playing the sport. Six former NFL players have come out publicly after they retired. Dave Copay was the first one in 1975. Wow. Kwame Harris was the last one in 2013. Okay. okay. Now, that's only six guys, and there's been tens of thousands of NFL players. Mm-hmm. You know, only six. We know there's been more than that, and they, they don't come out. They haven't announced it, I imagine, because they don't care to. You know, I mean, it's not the NFL culture that has kept these guys from announcing to the world. Because, you know, they're already retired. They can announce it. NFL, you know. So, you know, it's just, I think people that aren't gay make a bigger deal out of it than people that are gay. Yeah. Well, they've lived <laughs> with it their whole lives where they're like, Yeah, oh, it's like, yeah. That's who I am. Yeah, Whatever. That's who I am. So, okay. Big deal. Uh, I would imagine the vast majority of them do it because it's a private matter. You yeah. know, I don't, sure. I don't talk publicly about my sexual preferences, and I'm sure you're very happy about that, aren't you? So, Anyhow, so we've had six former. NASA holds the crown as the only active gay player. Okay. We had Michael Sam, who I guess we'll say he was the first drafted openly mm-hmm. gay. Yeah, I think Okay, we'll go okay. with that. Okay. Okay. First publicly gay player. And how player. pissed is he now? Because well, no he holds the ever, crown. Uh, well, I mean, but everyone's going to think it's Carl NASA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, you know, but he is, he holds this crown. He's got this stat. Okay. He is the first publicly gay player to play in the Canadian Football League. Oh, okay. Bam. There we go. <laughs> so he's got that one. Hold on, it gets better. Okay. In college football, Division Three player Connor Mertens came out as bisexual in January 20, 2014, becoming the first active college football player at any level to publicly come out as bisexual. That's different. Okay. In August 2014, Arizona State player Chip Serafin became the first publicly out active Division One player <laughs> when he came out as gay. Wow. Yeah, oh, oh so it gets better. Okay. Scott France in 2017 publicly came out as gay, joining Mike King Johnson as two, I guess it's a tie, as two of the first openly gay players in the NCAA Division One football subdivision. <laughs> It, gets, it just goes on and on. It goes on like that. Later that same year, France became the first openly gay college football player to play in a game for an NCAA division, oh. football bowl subdivision school. Were they not playing in games before? I guess, I guess they were. It was before the, they snapped the ball. Okay. In 2018, Bradley Kim of the Air Force Academy came out as gay, thus becoming the first openly gay football player to play for any military academy in the United States. <laughs> wow. We're just going... We're just going. Also, like a website that keeps track of all. This? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wow. called Wikipedia. 
No. That's where I got all this from. No. In 2018, Division II Wyatt Pertzuset of Capital University became the first openly gay college player to score a touchdown. <laughs> so, you know, you got all these gay stats, but that's the first one that had any, like, football stats. So apparently yeah. they don't do anything, you know. I want to know when the first gay tackle was. They don't have that? I didn't see it. Wow. I don't know. Carl Nassib. When Carl Nassib makes a tackle this year, that'll be the first gay tackle in active NFL player history. There we go. All right. Let's root for Carl. Get a tackle. I think he can do it. (laughs) Yeah, I've got like six more here. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's a, so it's gay stats. <laughs> we're we're going to do gay stats from here on out. It's a new segment in the podcast. All right, so that covers the fact checks and follow-ups. That was a fun one. Uh, the uh, the news with the Buccaneers, it's not, not a whole lot going on. You know, of course, we did not have practice today, and we won't have practice, or we didn't have practice Thursday, no practice Friday. We got the game Saturday. The game is mm-hmm. at what, 7? 730. 730. So this is part of my news. Uh, Tropical Depression Fred is incoming. All you Tampa residents, you know it. Um, So the game may be moved earlier is what BA was saying. Mm, Like it's not going to be. So If if you don't follow us on some social media, follow us. We'll let you know when, if that happens. If that happens. Um, Fred is supposed to hit early Sunday morning. So... They think, you know, 7.30 Saturday night, you're probably getting the first part of the the storm. So BA said they might move it earlier hmm. in the day if they're going to move it. But they're not going to move it to Sunday. It's not supposed to hit Tampa till Sunday, right? But yeah, it, it'll probably be saying. nasty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if, they, if the game's at 7.30 Saturday night, it's probably going to start, you know, they'll probably get some rain off and on yeah, yeah. starting then, so... Um, uh, Bucks cheerleaders will be at the Florida Home Show September third to six at uh, Florida State Fairgrounds. If anyone did, wants did to go get, check them out, you get your tickets, Ralph. Hmm? You get your tickets. <laughs> <laughs> you know they need love too. Cheerleaders need love. They do. We go get them love every time we uh, go. Man, we yeah, we do. Picture. <laughs> 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 oh, Lord. Um, okay, so the Saints have announced that they are going to have fans in person in their stadium. However, you have to show proof of vaccination or a negative PCR test within 72 hours before the game. You have to get tested before you go. So uh, that's what? what the Saints are doing. Yep. So this is for the preseason game? All, all season. Only vaccinated people can go to the game? Or you have to have a negative COVID test. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. That is all the news I have today. Let me. Oh wait. Let me. Let me look at for the Buccaneers. All of it. All, um, all of it. Well, okay. So this is related to our um, season opener. Dak Prescott is getting a another MRI. So he's come off shoulder surgery, and they're saying. Um, he has been throwing. He was able to throw with Amari Cooper on Tuesdays, on on Tuesday as they both work come back from injury. But he's getting another MRI. 
So we'll see what that We need to keep an eye on that, of course, for the season opener. Well, you know, there's a good place to keep an eye on that, and it would be Hard Knocks. We didn't watch Hard Knocks. I know. I didn't even know it had come on. That is how weird this offseason has been. Yeah, but we didn't watch it last year either. I think we watched like two or three episodes, and then we stopped. Who was it it last year? Was it Philadelphia? I want to say it was the Raiders again. Uh, but or um, the Rams maybe. Well, it's but the Cowboys it this year, bad. and their first show on HBO was Tuesday, and I haven't heard anything about it. Nothing. It's just it's weird because that's usually when football season starts for us. It's hard. Yeah. Knocks. And we didn't well, even. I didn't even think to look. It's okay. Weird. It was in 2020. It was the Rams, but I I thought it was also the. I thought they did both of them. The Chargers. Yeah, it was. It was the Chargers and the Rams. They had two and, hard knocks? Yeah. And I think, well, they're in the same stadium. So I think oh. they just did both teams. And yeah, we didn't watch it last year. I think we watched like an episode and it was just horrible. We were mm. just like, oh, I can't deal with this. Can't. Because I think they made it all about the COVID. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't want to see it. We're living it. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we need to – we'll check that out. Uh, that'll give us something to watch. Yeah. And then it comes on on Sundays? Uh, I think it's Tuesdays, 10 p.m. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I think. We'll have to watch that. Yeah, we'll All have right. to look at – Yeah, we definitely need to keep an eye on that. So mm-hmm. we're playing them in the season opener. Yeah. Yay. But, yeah, so Dak got another – got an MRI on the shoulder. And the Cowboys site <laughs> – this is how they open it – it's a setback. Or they said, it's not a setback. And it's not a reason to worry. <laughs> then that means it's a reason to worry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's what I <laughs> It's not a reason to worry, but oh, he's getting an MRI. Well, you know, I want to see us. Uh, so in the current, if you haven't watched it, the Buccaneers organization has been doing this series called In the Current for the past few years. And they do a great job with it. They really do. The one thing I, I have uh, against it is they, they kind of focus on the main players. You know, they they got uh, Gronkowski and Brady and Evans and all that. You know, I'd like to see the littler guys or the not-so-famous guys get some screen time, particularly what? our boy Nacho, particularly <laughs> our boy Nacho. Uh, I've only seen a couple clips of him, and everybody in the organization said he's the biggest shit talker on the team. And we don't get to experience that. And I want to experience it. You know, we've seen JPP. You know, he's out there getting up in people's faces and all that. You see Devin White. You know, they've always got him mic'd up, and he's always talking crap out there. But if Nacho is the biggest shit talker, I want to see him mic'd up. I want to see – you know, some video of him, and he takes quite a few snaps. It's not like he's a, you know, a uh, sitting on the bench mm-hmm. you know, for the whole game. Mm-hmm. I mean, he gets well. Yeah, he played thirty percent of the snaps last year yeah. with Vita out. Yeah, when Vita was out, he got yeah. out there and played. And he was also speaking of the media, how they went after the Buccaneers. You know, with Brady and Arians and uh, Brady doing the uh, preseason practice oh, during yeah. the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Remember they went after Nacho for the dog oh, thing. Oh yeah, the dog thing. Yeah, which to come to find out, he was totally in the right, and they made it sound like he was abandoning dogs in the middle of the street. <laughs> he was pretty upset about that one, 
But, you know, he seems like a really cool guy and, mm-hmm. you know, a, a very good locker room guy. And I'd, I'd like to see more. I'd like to know more about him, see him on the field and how he interacts with the guys off the field and everything. And we just don't get to see that. So, you know. Well, you know, when Carl Nassib was with us, mm-hmm. they said what how crazy he was. Mm-hmm. But did. you never got a sense for that when he no. was in front of a camera. No. So I think some guys, they just keep it to themselves. I don't, where you would like to see that side of them, I don't think they'd ever show it in front of a camera. Well, that might be it. Might be mm-hmm. it. So uh, we've got a game coming up Saturday. Oh, wait. I do have one more piece of news. Yes. Sorry about this. Uh, we signed Earl Wadford, oh, back right. the offensive lineman, yeah, yeah. who I'm very excited about. Very I like excited. Earl. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of a Swiss Army knife of mm-hmm. a lineman. We had him uh, parts of the last two seasons, right? He's mm-hmm. kind of been in and out, and he's one of BA, BA's guys from Arizona. Mm-hmm. And so he knows the system. He knows BA. Mm-hmm. Very BA solid calls player. him. Yeah. yeah, BA calls him every time we're short. Anytime we need somebody, he's here. So he is back. We've had so many injuries with our depth. So I think we need a, a, a little more there. So he's yeah. going to offer that for this preseason game. So I'm excited. Um, he'll be back. Nice. Yeah, it seems like the offensive line – of course, you know, find, finding a good offensive lineman is probably the hardest thing to do in the NFL. Yes. And uh, we, we've got a great offensive line, and we've got a little bit of depth, but you always want as much depth as you can on offensive lines. Those guys get hurt, and you, know, you, you have to have somebody good to replace them. You can't have a bad offensive lineman. You can't. <laughs> it shows up immediately. Mm-hmm. Ask Kansas City. Ooh. Burn. Burn. <laughs> it don't matter. They could have had a brick wall out yeah, there and we were going to get to true. them. That's true. Okay. So we are playing the Cincinnati Bengals at home. Um, BA has said that our starters are going to get reps. So everyone's going to play. That is different from what the Bengals are doing. They're holding a several people out and a lot of veterans are like yeah we don't really need to see what really do. yeah yeah what have you I looked know. at their roster i know i only recognized like two people on the i roster. know even the people they have holding out that they're holding out they're like oh these veterans don't need i'm like i don't even know who they are they're are you serious yeah they're going yeah. against the super bowl champs and they're going to hold their guys out yeah I know. Oh, yeah. They're going to have a great year. I know. Well, and uh, Joe Burrow is not playing, and they don't even know if he's going to play at all in preseason. Well, he tore his ACL, MCL, I think partial PCI, all the all the CLs. He tore them in December. All the CLs. In December. So he's coming back from that, and I was reading on it, and he uh, – is apparently a little skittish in the pocket, hmm. as a lot of cornerbacks get when they come back from injury. Yeah, yeah. And so there was an article, I think from like NBC or something, where they said it's mental, not physical. And he, you know, basically said like, "Yeah, I'm scared to get hit." So that's hmm. probably why they don't want him in against us, because <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. JPP yeah. and Shaq are just chomping at the bit. Yeah. So on the Buccaneers side, I just want to talk briefly about what we are going to be looking at this preseason game. Um, of course, I am excited to see the starters start. Just 
watch them kind of get the rust off mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. see yep. how much juice they got in the tank, see how well they're working together. Yep. Me and Molly were talking about that last night. One of the things I'm excited to look at, you know, they'll probably get two series maybe. It, it's going to be weird this year because there's only three preseason games. And, you know, there's always been four, and there's been a routine where you, you start off, you know, but you have – one series in the first game for the starters, and then two series in the second game, and then uh, you know they play a f- half in the third game, and then they don't even play in the fourth game. We don't know what it's going to be like for teams, and I think they're all trying to figure it out. But I, I think we'll probably get uh, two series out of the starters. What mm-hmm. do you think? Yeah, that's what BA was talking about. Okay. And, uh, Tom Brady said he'd play the whole game if BA would let him. You know he would. <laughs> uh, but I want to see. What the communication is like with on the offense. That's what. That's my big thing. I want to see now. If they, if if the receivers aren't in positions, or you know, it looks like bad balls and you know, not good communication between the quarterback and the receiver. I don't think that that's going to be necessarily a indication that these guys aren't on the same page as far as uh, the playbook is concerned. To me, that's going to be that they're adding stuff this year that they didn't have last year, and they're going to be trying it out during the preseason. Uh, the one thing about BA is he, he doesn't really change his style. You know, I mean, he's a pretty set guy. I mean, he's he's been the same at Pittsburgh and Arizona and here. Uh, it's it's pretty much the same stuff. But it'll be interesting to see if he they decide to throw in a little a little different. Uh, Try on some little bit stuff. of yeah, yeah, because we'll you know we, we'll they got all the variety. weapons back and and all yeah. that stuff. They, so, Everybody's healthy. They're saying AB is looks like he did four or five years ago. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, uh-huh. and he's out there talking crap too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. And then JPP, same thing. They're like, oh yeah, he's like fully healthy and he hasn't been in two years. And you're like, what? How is that even possible? JPP. Well, you don't want him fully healthy, that's for sure, if you're on the offense of the other team. So, you know, I'm not going to be shocked if we don't see him. Now, what I expect to see, I don't expect them to actually do anything different than they normally do, but I do expect to see us like clockwork out there. I think because, you know, towards the end of the season, we were just killing it. Mm -hmm. We were were fine-tuned machine, and I think that's going to continue. You know, I think we're going to see very few mistakes on from the offense in this preseason game. We'll probably score as soon as we get the ball. Yeah, yeah. I think so, too. And, you know, I feel bad for the Bengals a little bit. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not a girl who feels bad for their opponent, man. <laughs> we do this every year. Okay. <laughs> every uh, year. Every time. Uh, I would like to see, you know, we got our training camp warriors this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Darden and Ross Cockrell. Mm-hmm. I want to see what they can do against mm-hmm. jerseys of a different color. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jalen, J- it's mostly Jalen because Ross Cockrell, he's proven. We've seen him. Mm-hmm. He played well last year. Yeah. And so I'm thrilled that he's getting the looks and attention in camp, and I would love to see that translate Saturday. Uh, Jalen Darden is the wild card, our draft pick. So, you know, this is going to be his first taste of the NFL, so we will see how this goes. Yeah. Who are you talking about again? Darden? Yeah. 
Okay. The receiver. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see uh, Joe try. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really curious about that. You know, Ralph and I not big on the draft. Mm-hmm. However, with the caveat that uh, Jason Light is amazing with the yeah. draft and talent evaluation. So I have been thrown to death with almost all of his picks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Roberto Aguayo, we're not going to talk about that. That was not a pick. That didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> Who? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I I love his evaluation of players. And him, I think him yeah. and B.A. together are just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And so... We don't know anything about college players, and so it's always just a complete surprise for us when they come into the league. And I'm really excited to see what he can do. JPP and Shaq have talked him up. Yeah, he's getting a lot of hype. We get people in our comments asking, "What do we, you know, how do we think he's gonna do?" I could see, you know, five, six sacks on the year for him, maybe wow. more. Yeah. I mean, Carl Nassim did it. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. rotation with JPP and Shaq, so yeah. I have no reason to believe that Joe Tryon couldn't do the same thing. Yeah. Um, so I am excited to see that. And in the preseason game, when Shaq and JPP probably aren't getting as many snaps, you know, one or two series, we'll probably see a lot of him. So I'm excited to see that. Yeah, and, and those guys aren't going to push themselves hard. This is a preseason game. They're just going to go out there and kindly go through the motions. The first stringers, anyhow. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's the thing we always love about preseason games, watching the second, third stringers, because most yeah. of those guys are playing for a job. So they're yeah. out there acting, acting balls to the wall, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Trask, it's, I, I hope we get to see him. I don't know how much we're going to get to see him. Uh, I don't know if they'll put Ryan Griffin out there or not. You know, because like we said, well, he's probably going to go to the practice squad, mm-hmm. and he's been here what seven years, so yeah, he does not need the he reps. does not need the reps. So it wouldn't surprise me if they maybe put Griffin out there for one series, and then Trask went in for the rest of the game. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so he might end up playing from the mid third quarter on. That's just that's just what could happen. I think. Yeah. I'd love to see because I've watched nothing on him. I don't no, know I don't anything know about him. Yeah. Um. I don't know who's going to call the plays. Uh, of course, Byron has some kind of personal issue. It's been upgraded from personal issue to a very personal issue. That's what BA said today yeah. or yesterday. Um, so we, I, I don't know who's, if he's going to be there or not, but BA will get on the, the mic if that's the case. I am very curious to see how much special teams has improved mm-hmm. this year. This is one of the areas where we've kind of, invested the most in in the off season i think mm. uh, as far as bringing in talent specifically for special teams so yeah darden will yeah be back there most likely darden they got Jaden mickens as the punt returner right yeah on returner. the first unofficial depth chart yeah so you know we'll see we saw him all year last year for the most part you know we know what we got with him yeah uh, I would love to see what Jalen can do. And then also that K.J. Britt, the linebacker that we drafted, uh, he is supposed to be a special team stud. So Good. Well, I know, yeah. exactly. Yeah, well, we you know we lost Ryan Smith, and mm-hmm. he was probably, you know, he's easily top three in the league, you know, as far as. It never, that really hurt. We were special teams. We've said this. That was our weakest spot. I mean, it's not <laughs> – it wasn't horrible by any means. It was, it was about average. Uh, but Ryan Smith was really, really good. 
and we don't have him anymore. So they, it seems like they drafted specifically with special teams in mind. So we've got, what, three players who are uh, really good on special teams that we drafted. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's going to be something we're going to really, really keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I lost my spot. Um, oh, so we'll also see Tanner Hudson. I want to see if he steps up, if B.A. calling him out publicly has the impact B.A. hopes it does. I don't know. Yeah. But he's a special teams guy, too. Yeah. And, you know, did not impress. So. Yeah. It's a shame. That's one of those guys where you get so excited about him. He had that one preseason game that Mm -hmm. I was just like, whoa, he's awesome. Yeah, you root for him. And he had so many chances last year and just didn't do. It just. He actually did bad. So. Yeah. You know, I, I hope he improved. I hope he's improved. It wouldn't surprise me, though, if he's not on the team after cuts. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, okay, so let's – I want to go over kind of what the Bengals are watching for so we can get a little context well, can, on can our I, side. Can yeah. I Can I say this real quick? Yes. <clears throat> I went through the roster – and I don't think I've ever gone through a roster where I didn't recognize. I think I've recognized three people. They've got their their starting wide receiver is Jamar Chase. He's a rookie. You know, this is the first yeah, year. Yeah, well, A.J. Green went to the Cardinals yeah. in the offseason. Well, they so they still lost got, him. He's been like a staple there yeah. for years. Yeah, well, as long as. I've been a fan, I think. Yeah, well, as long as Dalton was there, yeah. I think. Uh, but they got Tyler Boyd. He's still there as a receiver, but you know he's, you know, not, not nothing there. But I mean, there's, there's nobody. Does anybody recognize these names? I'm going to go through all their starters real quick: okay. Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Jonah Williams, Quentin Spain, Trey Hopkins, Michael Jordan. I know that name. <laughs> not in football. Uh, Riley Reef. I know him. Minnesota uh, tackle, right tackle. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think he played. Did he play left tackle there? In Minnesota? Oh, we we played him. Yeah. Uh, CJ Uzuma. Uzuma. We know him. Tight what? end. English? Uzuma. Okay. Uh, Joe Burrow, of course, and Joe Mixon, running back. Okay. No, I, I didn't recognize any. Yeah, and it gets worse on defense. We got a defensive end, Sam Hubbard, nose tackle, DJ Reader, uh, defensive tackle, Larry Ogajabi. That sound, I think I vaguely remember him. What happened to their d- defensive tackle they had? That was awesome. Uh, Gino Atkins? Yeah, Gino Atkins. Where's he at? I don't know. Did he go somewhere? Did he retire? God. <laughs> How do we not hear about that? Oh, my gosh. That would be so yeah. awful if he retired. So They got defensive end Trey Hendrickson, linebacker Logan Wilson, linebacker Jermaine Pratt, uh, linebacker Logan Wilson. We got two Logan Wilsons? No, it's the same guy, 55. Oh, uh, my gosh. I just Googled, do you know, Atkins, and we have the same exact birthday. Wow. What? And the same year and everything. Same day. What have you done with your life, Molly? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, he... Okay, in 2020, uh, December of 2020, he was placed on IR uh, after undergoing shoulder surgery and injury he had since training camp. He finished the season with only one tackle through eight games. Whoa. 
So I guess, I don't know, and they don't did, have... Did they did cut he, him? Did he retire? He's not anywhere on the roster. That is crazy. Depth chart. Whoa. That is so weird. Yeah, that is weird. Oh, I guess he's a free agent. Nobody's picked him up. He was so big. He was huge there for a couple of years. That's all everybody talked about. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of went. Oh, yeah. He is a free agent because there's an article on 12thmanrising.com. Five free agents Seahawks should sign. And they're trying to get Geno Atkins. So I guess the Bengals <sighs> let him go. So they let A.J. Green go. They let um, Geno Atkins go. They, I, I the was Ginger looking, Bomber. They let him go. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize this. So Marvin Lewis, you know, was the coach there forever. I remember him getting fired. Mm-hmm. And then I never paid, I guess I never paid any attention to the team after that because uh, Zach Taylor, the coach, has been there since 2019. I was like, what? Like, I thought he was a new coach this year. I had no <laughs> idea. This is his third year. Third year. Wow. But I feel like on the lines of the roster thing, like it kind of feels like they're rebuilding. But it's been this year, third year, bro. How are you still rebuilding? Yeah, it's a little, little little too long for rebuilding there. Yeah, no kidding. This is it. I mean, if he doesn't do something this year, chances are he's good. Gone. Yeah. Like you don't get three years in the NFL mm-hmm. as a head coach. No, I'm if surprised you ain't he's still there. And they ended up what was what was their record last year? They were uh, let me see, real quick, I've got it. Uh, four and eleven. Ooh. Yeah, so Yikes. And then let's see, what were they the year before that? In his two seasons, he's won six games. They were two and 14. Yeah, he better. He's going to have to make the playoffs this year. Dude. You can't even just have a winning record now. you got to at least make the playoffs. There's no way you're doing that in the AFC. Not with the Where the FC North? Yeah. There's no way. You got Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Ain't happening. It's not happening. And the Browns. So, I mean, the yeah, and are, the Browns now. They're the, they're the Dang, you let the Browns <laughs> run by you? <laughs> like, what are you doing, Zach? <laughs> what in the world? Yeah, that's that's the ultimate failure right yeah. there. Yeah. In, in, in their defense, like, the Browns been rebuilding for, like, 30 years. So they got a head start. <laughs> 30-year rebuild. Oh, gosh. You know, they probably talk about us the same way. Well, they can all they want to. We got two Super, Super Bowls. Bowl How many baby. they got? That's I remember right. back when they were good with Bernie Kosar back in the 80s. Who was that? Exactly. <laughs> Before you were born, man. They were, uh, uh, they were uh, not a, good, a very good team. All right. All right. So let's talk about what we can expect from them on Saturday. <laughs> um, okay. So their backup quarterback, Brandon Allen, is playing most of the first half. While the offensive line probably won't do more than a drive or two. So the starting offensive line is going to get a drive or two. Backup quarterback is going to be most of the first half. So their backup quarterback, Brandon Allen, is an undrafted undrafted quarterback. He came in the league in 2016, signed with Jacksonville, and then waived by Jacksonville four months later. Then claimed by the Rams and then put on injured reserve mm. in 2017. He was waived by the Rams in, in 18. 
uh, put on the practice squad by the Rams and then left the Rams for Denver after the Rams cut him. He was waived. Denver picked him up in 2019, and he he played none with them. And then he was uh, picked up by his free agent by Cincinnati last year. And I don't know if he's taken an NFL snap. Let me see about this. Well, he is going to get. Oh, my gosh, we're going to kill them. I know. Even our second stringers. This is just going to be, it's going to be a bloodbath, guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I, this is going to be one of those games where we get absolutely nothing out of it. We just practice our tackling and blocking. That's Even all this tackling, game is good for. You kind of get into game speed. I think it's. Oh, he know. started eight games. Th- a five with Cincinnati last year. And oh. a three with Denver oh, in 2019. probably when uh, mm. injured all the CLs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had 142 passes last year with a 63.4 completion percentage. Oh, not that's bad. not bad. Five touchdowns, four interceptions. Okay, go yeah. ahead, Brandon. We'll see what you got, buddy. A quarterback rating of 44.9. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Seven sacks. So, yeah. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, um, we're, we're not going up against great competition here, guys. So don't expect us to. Really show off a lot. Their starting center, Trey Hopkins, is going to be on the bench. And also defensive tackle, Larry Ogundobi, has a hamstring. He's not playing. And then uh, they have a third tackle, Fred Johnson, who had a quad injury. And he could play. But he just returned to practice on Wednesday, and they're keeping him out. And they also might keep some of their defensive backs out. Their top two running backs, Joe Mixon and Samaje Perrine, are going to be limited. And then... Oh, they got a, a running back named Chris Evans. What? Uh, Captain, America Captain America is playing running back for the Cincinnati Bengals. So they got Michael Jordan and Chris Sorry. Evans. Whoa. He, reti- <laughs> he retired, so he was looking for something to do. Who, Chris Evans retired? Captain America. Hello. What? Uh, I Captain mean, America retired at the end of the oh, Avengers. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Ralph. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a footballer now. Uh, okay. The And then they said this from the Cincinnati Bengals website. That they'll use the kickers, fifth rounder Evan McPherson. I don't know who he is, and vet Austin Siebert equally. So uh, there we go. There. Did you say the kickers? Uh, yeah, kickers plural. Austin Siebert and McPherson. Mm-hmm. McPherson's a rookie. They drafted yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Um, their defense is only going to be on a handful of snaps. Um, a lot of veterans, they're going to sit them. Why would they and, do that? I don't know. They need to have these guys out here every snap, especially against our first string. Against our second string. They, they can learn something. Yeah. Um, they Lord. have a rookie right guard, Jackson Carmen, And uh, the head coach said that he has to lose a few pounds. And... He has time to play his way into the opening day lineup, is what they said. And apparently their offensive line is just a mess. So 
Terrible. We got Michael Jordan on their offensive <laughs> line. So. Maybe he'll play as good as he did in baseball. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So wow. they are debuting new uniforms. So this will be the first we see of their new uniforms. Hmm. I don't know if I would have known that they had new uniforms if I didn't already read it. Yeah. I you know what know I mean? That. When I recognize, I don't know. I, you know, I've always digged the, I like the Bengals uniforms. I like them too. Yeah, and you know, stripey. Yeah. And the, and the orange, yeah, it, it really pops. I think it's a good, yeah. good color combination. The brown, I got rid of the, the brown's wording on the side of their pants. I love that. I thought it was I great. Too. Yeah. There's only so much you can do with their. <laughs> <laughs> Should have a big a poop emoji on the side of their helmets. <laughs> the Browns. Why are they br- They're called the Browns and they have orange helmets. I never understood I that. know. And then wasn't the helmet the logo? So they had like an yeah. orange a, helmet. A helmet on, on their the helmet. helmet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just, uh, Kansas okay. City Chiefs. Those were, That was the team that we said is going to have their – forced to have their name changed next. Oh, yeah. I, I think they were trying to. Yeah. Yeah, Kansas City Chiefs. You can't do the the tomahawk chop. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, be on that? and the the Redskins anthem song or whatever it's called. They don't. They can't Hail do that to anymore. The Redskins. Yeah. <laughs> well, it says Redskins, so they got to oh, redo their whole name. Oh no. And, and the Redskins did uh, some type of chop. chop yeah, some type of name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's all gone. So yeah, it's the Chiefs. I knew. I, I knew there was yeah. somebody. That they're going to have to do them next, and it'll probably be the Patriots after that. No, I don't. Yeah. Um, okay, so did you know Zach Taylor, this head coach that they've had since 2019, was a former Buccaneer? He was a Buccaneers quarterback in 2007. He got cut before training camp. Zach Taylor? Yeah. Do you remember him? No. Okay. Huh. It happened. So... He probably wants to beat us bad, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. It's preseason. doesn't matter. It's just, you're just out there, you know, I don't care if we win or lose. It's just, I want to see some guys fighting for their job. Yeah. And then, um, oh, here's another thing. They do have some, a little bit of drama. Well, I don't know if it's drama, but uh, their fourth year safety, Jesse Bates, is on the last year of his rookie contract. And they cannot come to an agreement on an extension. Mm. Now, this is his fourth year. So next year, they can do the fifth year option with them. But they were trying to get an extension done. He wanted an extension done. And uh, it's not happening. So they kind of got him. Yeah. The media, he went in front of the media. And they asked him. And he said, well, I guess I just didn't show him what they wanted to see. And so you're kind of like, eh. and he's you know, a hundred yard ta- or a hundred tackler every season he's been in. Yeah. And he's I mean, never he's a, missed a start. Yeah. yeah. And he, he's they got, said he's got he, nine interceptions. Yeah. He, they said he had a career year in 2020, like pro football. I know pro football focus. He's had he 31 left. pass defenses. Yeah. They said they rated him the number one safety, I think. So he thought who did that? Pro football focus? Yeah. So Jesse Bates thought, hey, I'm a shoe in for a contract uh, extension. And mm. the Bengals are like, no thanks. Sounds like the Bengals don't want to keep anybody that's good over there. I I don't know. They're just doing a 
complete mix-up. I don't know. Maybe there's a farm team. You know, seems like we always have a farm team every year. You know, it used to be the Browns, but looks like they're trying to win stuff now. So Jacksonville and <laughs> the Bengals are oh, the new farm teams. Lordy. Glad it's not us anymore. I know, I know. Remember right? when the Patriots were getting all of our players? Oh like my Garrett god, that Blunt? would piss me off. Um, <sighs> Underwood, remember Underwood? Oh yeah, with the hair. Yeah, and uh, would, we had a tight that end that went through. I know. Who was that tight end that was really good that they ended up keeping for years? Uh, but Legarrette Blunt. Oh, that one was that was a hard one for me to take, mm-hmm. man. When we got rid of him, I was so upset about that. <laughs> yeah. So. uh we got Giovanni Bernard, so I wonder if he'll start against his old team and he'll play. I hope we make him captain for a day. I know. Let him go out there and do the uh, I know. the coin toss. Yeah. I always love it when coaches do stuff like that. I really I do. Know. Okay. All right. So that is all I got. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm done too. So we're going to wrap this up, guys. Uh, we got a big game tomorrow. First, first football of the season. Oh gosh, so good. Uh, we watched the Redskins and Patriots game. It was nice to see uh, Chase Young strip sack <laughs> Cam Newton. He didn't even see it coming. Oh man, it was so good. Well, and it's uh, Cam going against his former coach Ron Rivera. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Fitzpatrick was throwing some deep balls out there. Uh, Heineke didn't look that great. So maybe they did make the, the Are right they move st- Well, mm-hmm. for now. Yeah. You know, until Fitzmagic becomes Fitztragic. And Humphreys, Adam Humphreys is with the Redskins. I, I can't believe that. I did not well, know that. I was surprised that, well, he didn't do anything at the Titans, which I was, you know, upset yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, I, I really liked him. I yeah. wish we had kept him. But, yeah, hmm. good to see him at, at the Redskins, getting a, her, the football team, mm-hmm. getting another crack at it. Yep. All right, guys, uh, big game tomorrow. It's going to be fun to watch. Finally got some football coming. Man, get to see our boys back out on the field, hurting people, doing stuff, make score points, being champions. We're champions, guys. We're defending champions. Oof, defending champions. Feels yeah. so good. <laughs> it's been fun just rubbing in people's faces all year. Know. You know, just walking through, you know, people People are always like, hey, and then they always ask, how long have you been a, uh, a Buccaneers fan? You know, are you, what was it that has a, uh, are you a uh, bandwagoner? Did you yeah, they, of Brady? Go, they go, did you become a fan because of Brady? That one pisses yeah, me yeah. off. And you I'm get, like, you don't even know what I had to endure <laughs> to get here. <laughs> You have well, no idea. Don't make me show you my, my football fan calluses. Yeah. No shit. Oh my goodness. Uh, it's so Yeah, it's been very it's been a lot of pride walking around with all my gear, man. Loved it. Loved it. And uh, I want to do it again next off season. You know, so uh we're at tomorrow's starting it. Tomorrow's the day. All right guys, that's gonna wrap it up for us till next time. Go Bucks.